Duck. Duck. Well. Anyways, welcome back, everybody, to Angry Anglers, Stories from the Bass Holes podcast. We've been off for a couple weeks because somebody named Jim worked a lot. And, uh, yeah. And trying to holidays. get holidays too. Holidays for sure. And we're also trying to upgrade the, the, the stuff from a cellular device to a computer and a mixer and all that good stuff. So, um, anyways, hope everybody had a good Christmas. Hope everybody's plans to have a good, safe, and happy New Year's and uh, all that good junk. And, uh, you know, got to do our drops and stuff here. So, uh, check out Triple J Outdoors on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, we have a new partnership with them. Bunch of good guys um, teaching you the ways of, of, of old and in, in the trapping world. And they do other stuff. They fish. They hunt. It's just a great bunch of guys and a great channel. So that's Triple J Outdoors. Uh, check them out. Make sure you check Nitro Baits out. Uh, NitroBaits.com. Uh, check them out on Facebook, all the social medias. And uh, Mountain Artist Democracy Entertainment Club. Check them out on Facebook, uh, Instagram, all the, all the social medias. They're out there supporting local artists and podcasters like ourselves and all that good stuff. So, and Anchor. Do it. Check it out. They help you out with podcast. Yeah, Anchor. Anyways, Jim. How was your Christmas? Good. I got to see my sister and my nieces. My mom and my dad. Um, did a little bit of fishing. Yes. Did a little yes. bit of fishing, yeah. Not productive, but a little bit of fishing. <laughs> now, see, I, did, I did productive fishing, and we did not so productive fishing together. Yeah. Because I was fishing Christmas, the day before Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve, and I think I may even fish Christmas Day. But I have a problem. I but, like to fish! It's only a problem if you get caught. That's true. But I've been caught because there's photographic proof. Mm. See, I'm an idiot. I'm like, oh, I'll take a picture of my bass. Even though it's only the size of my hand. I have very big hands. Mm. <laughs> Speaking of very big and hands. How the hell are you going to interlude that? <laughs> Sharky the catfish. Sharky the catfish. Yeah. Which one was Sharky the catfish? He was your parrot. Mm. Sharky the catfish from yesterday. Yeah. So, all right, real quick. We decided to go fishing yesterday for, what, 60, 65 degrees yesterday? Oh, yeah, it was nice. Beautiful day in December. So <laughs> we go to a local reservoir that we keep forgetting about. And we go there, and I catch one little mud cat. Then I catch Sharky. And, guys, I will tell you, remember this, I hate catfish. <laughs> I will not touch a catfish and say what you want. I am a vagina because I don't like catfish. It's but, okay, Karen. I'll be a Karen. You can be a Kyle. You and your smells. Hey, smells are legit. Smells are not like slimy, nasty things are legit too. Things aren't slimy. And all nasty. bullshit. And they got like little things on their fins. They're called barbs. They're called barbs. Isn't that Karen's best friend? <gasps> I don't know. Probably. I would say. See, yeah, Karen's unless you'd have a barb best friend That's or true. a Julie best friend. Or Jacqueline. <laughs> oh, jeez. 
to me. Oh boy. Um, Jesus. Where did we do go there? Anyway, back to fishing. Back to Sharky. Holy hell, Batman. Um, yeah, I'm glad this is the last episode of the year. <laughs> Anyways, um, but Sharky. So I catch this itty bitty catfish, and I'm using a a seven foot medium heavy loose cat daddy setup. And this thing, I thought it was a big fish, and it was like what eight inches long top. Sharky, Sharky, maybe eight inches. He's about the size of your Java monster there. Yeah, I mean he's like he's like an energy drink can size. Thinks he's five hundred pounds. And Jim decides to make him my parrot. And there's a picture on my personal Facebook of uh, of Sharky on my shoulder. I'm like, meh. And Jim, at one point, he was stuck on your thumb. Yeah, he was stuck on my thumb. Duh. But, I mean, that was like only two fish. And we were literally through any kind of stinky, nasty, rotten bait at one spot. Oh, but not only that, we threw... I was throwing that underspin had one one bite, and that's it. Well, I mean, you went, we went to the secondary place. Which I think Nothing. is really, which is, yeah, which is a place that's always productive of something. Yeah, I mean crappie, small bass, catfish, catfish for sure, but not bluegill, but nothing this time. And I get it; it is December, but the water temps were weird because the water temp in the reservoir wasn't near as cold as it was in the little pond. It's true. I mean, I know we all talk; we know what feeds the little pond, but big still, reservoir. It's a big reservoir that nobody's allowed to get touch. But because of that guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, that episode. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. But it was, and I don't know, it was the temperatures were weird and, and, and stuff yesterday. It's, uh, but yeah, we went to the secondary spot and we were throwing nasty, stinky baits, stuff that's supposed to be crappie bait, live bait, dead bait, like tailless bluegill bait, chicken livers, the whole, the whole and, damn it. I mean, we were throwing plastic worms, uh, I threw a particular lure that I won't mention the name of. He threw a Bitsy Minnow. Yeah, I think that's the biggest. And got nothing. Uh, nothing from the Bitsy Minnow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, he threw a spoon. I threw, actually, I threw a Lunker Hunt. A little spoon jig. I threw a fork. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I did not expect that. That's no lie. That was like, what? You threw the fork. But damn it, why didn't I think of that? Say I threw a fork. God, this episode is going to be ridiculous, but it's fun already. Stroke genius. <laughs> you got to do the hand gesture and all. They can't see it. Who gives a shit? But, uh, but no, I mean, it's like, then I think about it. I've got two, I got day, like a couple more hours of this day and tomorrow until I have to buy a new fishing license. I don't. Because I wasn't smart enough to be like someone that I know and buy the, the three-year plan. I bought the yearly. So Yes. So, West Virginia Peeps, they did it last year. There is now a, I think it's called an X-Series license. And you can get your hunting, fishing, and trout, turkey, all that for up to three years now at one purchase. So you get so you get basically you get your sportsman pack plus trout for three years for one price. Yeah. Man, I wish I hunted because that would be worth it. You know, like I, I can see where why you would do that. Yeah. If you want the option to hunt because you are a hunter. If you want to hunt, you could go hunt. Mm-hmm. 
I wonder, do they, do they offer just that package, or is it just... They, they offer, offer, also, just the three-year fishing and trap. See, that's, that, that's probably what I'll do then. Because that would make more sense. Because, like I said, look at the pickle that I'm in. You can go fishing New Year's Day, and if I don't have the money, I ain't going nowhere. Legally. <laughs> really, I abide by all laws. And you can do it all online. You don't have to go nowhere and do nothing. You ain't got to go to Walmart and all that. Go online, sign in, do your thing. And the cool thing is, you're out hunting or you're out fishing. Now, Grant, they're probably going to tell you, hey, you really need to have it on you. But if something happens, if you do forget it, and you've got cell phone service, even if you don't have cell phone service, they can look it up in their computer. Yeah, their computer does, for sure. So, it, there's a record of that license. So I think what, I think what I started doing was, especially with the new receipt-looking license, that are on the thermal paper. I hate that. I hate it. So I take it and flatten it out, take a picture of it, and I will like direct message it to like my wife and one of my brothers. That way, number one, I have a picture in my in my photo album of my phone. But you can go back. If I don't have my phone. I can pull up on somebody else's phone of my Facebook Messenger or whatever I use the message with, and it's there. And that way you've always got it, and they can't write you that, well, you don't have your number, or you don't have this. Well, here's a digital form because I don't have my wallet because I'm out here in this creek up to my butthole in, in creek water. Yeah, and that's the cool thing about, like I said, that buying it online is is you can actually print a real one out. Yeah, an actual hard, depending on what yeah. kind of paper you have, yeah. yeah. I think that's what Plug and, and Mimi did with, with theirs. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's I know cool. that Char's and I's are the, are the thermo paper. And I actually got one of those in some little kit, some little fishing kit. I got one of those like license holders. So I put both of ours in my wallet because we're going to fish together. Uh, but I mean, that's cool. Like, it just sucks for me. I look at it and go, man, I don't get a money until next week. It's not like it's supposed to be good weather, anyways. Oh, that's pretty crappy. So, but I mean, what do we expect? It's December going to January. We've been able to fish up to the last couple of days of, of 2021. Yeah. I mean, granted, I want some cold weather so we can kill the bugs. Yeah, there was mosquitoes when we was fishing the other day. Yeah, there was, yeah, there were, and there was critters like there was spiders on my on the, on the, the bait bucket. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's I mean, crazy. there's so I mean, it's it's we're lucky, and I know some places aren't as lucky. I think my uh, my friend of mine, my club brother, that's in uh, Minnesota, he sent us a picture last night in the chat. It was like negative eight. Oh, he's got a bunch of snow too. Yeah, he had a bunch of snow. Uh, so I mean. Those guys are fishing, but they're actually they're, they're probably actually on hold doing anything because not ice is probably not thick enough yet. That's a good question. They may they may be, they may be like trout fishing, uh, pike fishing, stuff like that in water that's in, in running water. But if they're going like pond and lake fishing, I don't know what they're, what they're doing. You go, I mean, that, I and that, and that's really what's weird is because you and I look here at Appalachia. We're so used to X amount of months that we can fish, especially bass fish, that other areas in the country, like Texas for one, most of the time... They're still catching... They're still there's catching. a kid that caught a nine-pounder a couple days ago. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you suck. And you got people in South Florida, stuff like that, like in the southern part of the country, like way south, that's still fishing. You go out west, you know, the, 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 the California coast, and half of it's fishing... And half of it's cold, you know, and it, it you go, it's, it's just weird because I don't think about that. You know, if I'm looking at watching videos on somewhere, 
I'm like, oh, you know, did I really pay attention to where they're from? Because that technique's not necessarily going to work at this particular time in our area. That's right. But maybe we may have already used them. It may not be yet to come. We'll take this year for instance. We we were prepared number one for the for the fire crawl area that I think, like we said before, that collar scheme and all for what how we fish wasn't necessarily what was working. No. Now I know for a fact that some of these tournaments that the nitro bait uh, fire crawl stuff that they were slinging out a bunch down south. Uh, I was there one day and he was loading up boxes and stuff to send that collar. I don't know if it was just a say, I don't think it was how we were fishing it because we didn't change, like necessarily, we, I still used his baits, just used a different collar. And I went I went mid-summer to the back to the black and, uh, the blue and black split tails. So, you know, and, and it's just weird how to, to think about that you know, I watched this thing on 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 Facebook, uh, the bog carpers from England, and I think we even hit on this before. Is their big game fish are carp, and here in the states we call them trash fish, and it's like a big thing for them. And then and it's, they use barbless hooks. I mean, they do all this all this stuff, but then after if it's not carp season, they have pike and they have uh, lake uh, lake trout and stuff like that. But they don't have like bass fishing like we do. Supposedly, what I've read is they've tried, and it's either the weather's been completely off for the bass to be able to breathe, or they would breed an X amount of time, and another fish species would wipe them out because it was stronger, it was faster, or whatever. For some reason, they can't get it. They can't get the like a North American bass, largemouth bass, and even the smallmouth to breed. You think they would, especially in freshwater areas, but you know. But that also brings up the point that you brought up the other day, and we've just now found an article, and things would have worked right tonight, guys. We've had a, a little thing here. Uh, like I said, we're trying to get better microphones, computer, mixer, and all that stuff, but we were talking the other day about genetics in, in a body of water for, for largemouth bass. That, that's our number one fish. We fish other stuff. We have le lately, I mean, uh, for sure, we like to fish, but... You brought up, do you have to, to renew the genetic pool in a body of water for largemouth bass? Really, it'd be for any fish. Well, for any fish, yeah. I mean, it, it does go for any fish. Uh, I mean, but like I said, you know, we were specifically talking about bass that day. And I, and I wondered, if anybody listens to this, and, and, and we found some articles that we can read, but I kind of want to hear what your all's opinions are. Because I, I think that... I think it's good to bring new stuff in, but I don't know if it's a necessity. I, mean, I don't know how much you read that article a while ago before we had to go back to the old way of recording. But the way the article was leaning was every so often you should introduce more, you know, different genetics. So do you do, I mean, well, okay, I know we didn't get that far into it, but I wonder if it was, and maybe we'll update everybody on the next episode that we, we can catch up and we can get some different points of view. Um, but I wonder if that's like, how do you put the genetics in? Do you introduce it with small bass or do you introduce it with like, you know, a, a, a pig or, you know, a, a fat Sally, as they say on the Guggen squad and stuff is, you know, a two, three, four pounder. Do you introduce her into that water or do you start with a smaller, faster fish? Cause I know that smaller, faster fish will hurt your 
your your your water, your body of water. Well, I mean, the thing about it is, is introducing either way, you're going to get an immediate genetic infusion. Okay. But I think with introducing the smaller fish versus a larger fish, it's going to have the effect of the fish is going to be able to acclimate to its new climate, its okay. new environment. You know, you throw the big one in, it may not breed. Yeah. Okay, I see. So basically, it's taking it a human instance and into a sports thing. You take someone and, 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 you know, it's a minor league player, and you throw them right in the middle, a young cat, you throw them right in the middle of the major leagues, he's more likely going to adapt to what team, how they play, whatever. Yeah, he'll adapt to You take a veteran pitcher or veteran catcher, you know, and you take him to the minors, then back to the majors, and he's already stuck in his ways. Mm-hmm. So he's not going to acclimate fast, you know, fast enough to really to, to reproduce in a, a time that you would need that. So, and of course, thing, you know, we're about s- small fish too, because they're also a food supply. This is true. This is true. And, and I know the way that I've said it was like we're going to introduce one fish per body of water, and I'm not saying that. We were, you know, I was just saying, do you, you know, do you put X amount, X pounds of young fish or X pounds of older, larger fish. I just want the listeners to understand I wasn't trying to say, hey, we're going to take one four-pound bass and put it in this five-acre pond and hope to reintroduce new genetics. Yes, it's and possible, but you're going to have to, like, you know... I mean, technically you did. You, you put new genetics in the pond. But that goes back to, will that fish, fish breed in that pond? I like the word fish. Fish. Will that fish <laughs> breed? Ooh. And will that fish produce viable offspring versus taking, you know, three, four pound of, of I'm not going to say fry. No, you want bigger it's too fry. Small. You, want, yeah. you want pound under. Yeah, you know, take that and put it in there. They've got time to adapt before they even got to think about breeding. That's true. And then that actually would be a, a best way to do it. Because it would be literally the survival of the fittest. Because if you put in, you put in five pound of, of one pound or under largemouth bass into a body of water. It's kind of nature's cycle. There's going to be a strong group and there's going to be a weak group. Mm-hmm. Either the weak group is smart and they figure out how to survive, or they become food for the other fish. While the faster, healthier ones do survive. So. Uh, it's it's a it's a great topic. I mean, that was something we brought up Bill day, and we literally like, the whole day we were fishing was talking about this. We fished one particular body of the water, and you know, and it was there's goods and bad. We've been catching fish there all year. The owner catches fish, yada yada, but it just brought up that you know what happens. I mean, does it? You know, how does this not have a continual inbreeding? And a weakening, a weakening of the genetic pool and stuff like that. It's kind of where we were going with it. So if anybody that does listen to this that may know, please let us know. I mean, drop a comment on this on this link. Drop a message on our Facebook page. page. Uh, if you know me personally, you know Jim personally. Hit them up. Drop a comment on the boobs and ranch page. Uh, I do have some more pictures and some videos to post on that page as well. Kind of use both of those to to promote this whole enjoyment of, of fishing and being outdoors um we did try to trout fish the other day got nowhere 
Got a little tugs, but nothing. That's, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. That was that whole day was strange. It it really was. I mean, because we, it, it's so funny because the way that you and I do things is, you know, we we kind of jump into them, not I'm feet first in a way, but we also study and we and we ask people and 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 talk and we were doing everything technically by the book and we couldn't get nothing to bite. And it wasn't just us. No, the, the guy that came down there was like, well, it was the, the, the older man and his grandson. Mm -hmm. Then the old dude that came down there with the bucket and acted like he knew what the hell he was doing, which he probably did. I say he probably did. Way more than what we did. Yeah. Because it was but, a little... Uh, but hey, it's fun. It's, I mean, they, they call it fishing and not catching. Um, That's right. So, I mean, it's... I don't know. What was, what was the other question? The other topic thing that was along that... We come up with the other day. And I'm just praying for it. It was like the genetics in the water, and there was something else that we thought of too. It doesn't matter. We'll stick with that. Uh, but seriously, if you guys know or have an answer or have an opinion on it, if you guys manage a body of water and you have tips or you've helped people in the past manage a body of water, let us know. I mean, I would like to be able to share info and 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 all this. And you know, once again, guys, it's, we're all in the same boat. No pun intended, but. If, I don't have a boat. I don't have a boat either. So we're going to be... Kayak. You got kayak, yes. Uh, my buddy Justin just got a banging kayak for Christmas, dude. He's got a what? banging kayak for Christmas. Uh, he got a... Uh, he's got one of the electric trolling motors on it and shit, so, uh, he, can, so he can take it to... It has to be registered as a boat. Yeah, he already has it registered. Um, it's the first time I've got this out of the package. We're going to do a, We're going to do a product review here in a minute, because this is very new, especially around here. Every day, buddy. Every day. <laughs> uh, when I wake up, it's like my engine lights go off. All of them. All the whole dashboard. I stood up. All the engine lights came on. Yeah, all the engine lights came on. Look just look just like that fish. <laughs> Anyways, um, shit. Tell you what, guys. We're gonna take a five minute break. We'll be right back. Right back with our product reviews. All right, everybody, and welcome back. Got to drop uh, another little bomb. Uh, check out Triple J Outdoors, uh, Facebook, YouTube. That's a new partner of ours to go out here and share and share like the media thing. They have the YouTube channel. We've got the podcast. Uh, the plan was actually this week was to have a couple of the guys on to, uh, I think we mentioned it before, was to have them on talk about trapping and what they do that affects our bodies of water and, and, and how we all work together and need to work together to preserve these waterways and, and our, our, our woods and all that stuff. Um, also, not official, but I would always want to give a drop uh, shout out to Nitro Bates and Donnie. Uh, good guy, good stuff. Local West Virginia boy, local Putnam County guy, all that. Um, Mountain Artist Democracy Entertainment Club out here supporting all, supporting all forms of the arts and Musicians and actors and comedians and podcasters and all that good stuff in the, in the arts in general. So check out those three and we're going to do a product review this week of a brand new product that I've been dying to get my hands on. Uh, I've seen it for months and that is the new Berkeley Powerbait uh, Gilly. Uh, Mike Iaconelli helped this pro design by Mike Iaconelli. Uh, if you guys haven't seen them, they're a phenomenal bait fish uh, swim bait very realistic um, it says here there's a, there's a three pack 
it is the 110 millimeter it's uh, the color of this one which looks like every blue gill in West Virginia uh, is a green pumpkin blue flash and I'm actually really stoked to uh, to get these in the water uh, we've got a three pack of the, of the 110 of mills then there's a four pack that they have of the green pumpkin blue flash of a 90 mil so it's a smaller uh, four count package uh, I don't remember what the retail was on either one of these uh, but I'm telling you guys these things Jim's actually here looking at rigging one up with an EW, uh, EWG hook right now sorry I got some got some gas in my belly and I'm burping but like I seriously we have fished with the uh, the Catchco 10,000 fish uh, Yoda worms which kind of have the same idea yeah, it's supposed to be like more like that. Are you gonna have to use? They're saying EWG. It says EWG. Yeah, it says EWG. But, right uh, it's also showing rig sideways too. Oh, and like, and that's well, one thing you can you can rig these like they're a floating, dying fish. You can rig them up and down like it's a you know danger just a, just a bait fish swimming along. You can do them weighted. You can I'm, I don't know. I've seen so many videos of Ike doing these and was finally stoked to see that we actually had them here in West Virginia. Um, I've looked everywhere all over the state, out of state. Of course, I'm not an online shopper, or I could have been happy months ago. Uh, even messaged on on Ike's page about, hey, you know, you're, you're doing a video about these, but why can't we get them all over the country yet? Uh, but they're real, I mean, back to what I was saying, we've used the, the 10,000 fish Yoda worms, which have the same idea. I think the Yoda worm, you can use a little more, yeah. That's gonna be cool. Yeah, either way you do it, it's gonna be like a fish floating on the side, going down. Um, try see if there's a straight shank and see if you can get him ran okay. like a Texas. Uh, we actually have Jim just rigged the 110 with a EWG hook on, on the side uh, rigging, and it looks phenomenal. Kind of want to go throw it in the water, and it's dark, so I can't. But um, that's that's kill, dude. That's that's a kill. Uh, but anyways, back to these. We've used ten thousand fish. We've used some. I uh, don't pronounce. Don't want to pronounce the company wrong. It's some that we ordered out of Japan. That's really stanky fish. Um, the, the little, they're a little stick worm, like three, four inch stick worm. I slayed a bunch of little fish on them this year. Um, you know, it's it's. But these things. Anyways, back to this product. I can't I can go on forever. It's. Looks like a real looks like a real bait fish, bluegill brim. Very very flexible for like, it to be plastic. Yeah, I mean it's got a stretch to it. I'm not gonna pull super hard. I mean this thing has realistic fins. It's the the head is is got little uh, little cavities to hold your hook, so it can be weedless, it can be rigged weedless. Uh, the mold, I like to see the mold itself for this because it's like that looks like fish gills or scales. Yeah. So in the water, it's definitely going to have that that appearance. Um, I don't know, man. Like I said, I'm not. I've not been. You know, I've used some Berkeley baits over the years. I can remember, you know, growing up and being a young feller and seeing the old purple packages of Berkeley Power baits and and all this stuff and always stunk and you know, but they've got a good product and they've been in business for long enough to know what the hell they're doing but this product is just I know what that is now uh -oh. 
just hit me. Uh oh, Jim had a moment. I know what it is. But I mean, this thing, these, if you get a chance, check them out. If you use swim baits, I mean, we use the, the I use the Guggen darts. They're a traditional uh, fluke style swim bait. Um, they, uh, Jim uses, well, I use them as well. The, the, the Six Cents Flush 5.2s. Uh, I use the, like I said, I use the Guggen Dark 5s, Guggen Dark 7s. Uh, I'd like to find some 6s. I think this year I want to try that middle size. But these things, man, I mean, they're, they're going to work like that, like a fluke, but yet better, I think. Um, because they do give you more options to rig them. And that's what's really cool is, is this bait is... What's well, really neat, I'm tearing out. I've taken a, put like a jillion hooks in this one already. It's not to wear up. No tears, no rips. Well, that's what I was looking at too. It's like, and I know you people think that I'm weird when I say this. I'm very left-handed. Like, writing, reaching, drawing, whatever, uh, picking my nose. Um, I'm left-handed. I do a lot of things right-handed as, as far as like fishing. I'm real right-handed. Uh, I shoot guns, bows right-handed. Uh, stuff like that, but like these are the only ones that I've seen that literally have both sides. It's 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 seriously mm -hmm. like a 3D printed, 3D molded fish in your hand. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're they're soft. Yeah. But yeah. like I said, they got stretch. They got good stretch. I mean, the stretch. Yeah, I mean, it's just and like the three uh, the the 110 mil. I mean, it's it's about. I mean, that's the average bait fish. I mean. <laughs> That's the good, good bait fish. So I mean, check them out. Uh, of course, like I said, it's you know everybody knows Berkeley Power Baits. It's the uh, Pro Design Mike Iconelli Gilly. Um, you know we've got the two inch, the the the, the, the one ten mil and the, the ninety nice. mil. Uh, I'm very impressed with them, guys. Um, check them out. If you use them and you hate them, let us know. Uh, we're probably gonna let you know if we hate them or not. Um, I hope not because looking at everything about this, this is all about all about the fishing, baby. And uh, huh, that would be cool. Is that one of the shaky head? Yeah. It's, yeah, shaky or Ned. Shaky or Ned, make it like a feeding the fish. The nineties, you could you could definitely do a shaky or a Ned and make it look like he's going to the bottom that, and nipping yeah. up, nipping up stuff on the bottom. Yeah. So that right there would actually probably, Jim, yeah, you can't put the bait in the canister you got to put the hook okay um you guys could have seen that that was classic right there um there's those alien one some of those there's alien head uh ned rigs i've got there no, so, so i was looking at some different ones but uh i mean you could i i think honestly dude these are, this is an endless possibility of how to rig these which I, means you can i bet you can also do uh put them on like maybe some kind of swim jig or something yep yeah you can put them on oh Trailer for a chatterbait? Mm, maybe. This yeah. way? Yeah, maybe. Hey, because it still has a spot on the top of the top hook, however you want to run it. Right. But even this way, you're going to stall a curve, you know. Uh, yeah. I mean, you could actually use a trailer for pretty much anything, but. Very guys, cool. Check them out. I'm, I'm happy with them, and I, and I will purchase more. Now, this uh, is the, you know. Hold on, I think I got to look inside for more. Oh, hey, there we go. 
Oh, take it back. Jighead drop shot. There we go. Drop shot. I didn't think about that. I didn't realize that too that we do have the other collar too. That the other 90 mil that we have is the HD Warmouth, which that looks like every bluegill in oh, West Virginia. I didn't but yeah, guys, that's the review of, of, of the Berkeley Power Baits. We're going to mess with them and talk while we're finished up the podcast. So um, they're, they were, they're recommending Jake Head, Drop Shot, Texas, and Weedless Side. Huh. So they're, they're actually recommending just doing them sideways? Yeah. Oh, that one's gone. Yeah. No, that's the uh, Jake Head. That's the Jake Head up and down. Mm-hmm. The drop shot. I was thinking that. I oh, see here. Look at this. So the two slits on the side there. Uh-huh. Now you got one that's ninety and one's like forty-five. Yeah. They're saying weedless rig used to forty-five. Okay. And then Texas use it right in the middle. Huh. I'm telling you guys, we will definitely go. Uh, depending on what the weather comes, whether we're actually fishing, fishing or not. I have a feeling if it's a warm day and we both can, these are going to get tried out pretty soon. Yeah. Because I am very... Those look, those look pretty neat. Like I said, I, I'm, I've not been a big Berkeley guy. I've used their uh, chopper. That's what it's called. Chopo. Chopo. Yeah. Chopo. Uh, but I would recommend the Guggen Revolver over the Chopo any day of the week. Just my personal taste. Uh, but seriously, that this is... This has got me intrigued. The only thing that I'm going to say is probably going to be its biggest downfall is this material that connects the flexible tail mm-hmm. to the main body. That's pretty thin. Well, I don't know how well that's going to hold it, up. And it's just a dead center. The tail's yeah, solid and the body's solid. But seriously, guys, like this is... I, I don't know what else. I mean, really, I'm amazed. Maybe we should have played with these before we got all on the air and was like, Oh, my God! Well, I just happened to see him over there on the wall, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I got well, this we, morning." We, we got, really didn't have a, we really didn't have an idea of what we were going to review because, you know, I think reviewing a product here and there is great. Uh, dude, that plastic is hardcore. I know, but I'm just not sure how about, it's going to. Yeah, happen. I'm not sure about the, the the attack side. You know, the, we'll call it the defensive end of the, of the fish because mm-hmm. if it's if it's running drop shot, which thanks to you, sir, I really enjoy the the finesse, the drop shot fishing now. I uh, told you it was great. Um, but if he's floating and something attacks him like that, I see what you're saying, especially with something large. And our luck this year, it don't have to be a largemouth bass attacking that. Hell no, we've had catfish do the drop shot. We're like, will you knock it off? Yeah. Well, those two, those two itty bitty yesterday were caught on yeah. a drop on a drop, on st- drop shot drop shot style. Excuse me, I want to fish these things. They're really cool. Um, but yeah, we'll definitely update everybody on our opinions. And granted, our opinions probably don't matter, but if that's the way you see it, then cool. But those are really, I'm very intrigued. I'm very intrigued. I think the 90s and, and, and the 110s are all they have right now. That's all I can find. Um, I mean, like I said the other day, well, I found those and it was the last pack they had in Field and Stream at all. Mm-hmm. And there was three hooks empty from where these were. And every, I found those at Cabela's. Yeah, when you found those, I was like, dude, snag those up. This is this is this crap's hard to find. We found them the other way back the other day, and uh, yeah, there was, there was what one pack left. Well, yeah, one pack of the collar that we have. And uh, I'm kind of glad I'm into that box, by the way. I like that. Um, I think I'm about to steal that. I offered it to you, but you didn't want it, so too bad, Satch. I'm referring to a battle box. Uh, 
uh, terminal tackle box that has like the, the film canister styles. I got it, never used it, tried to sell it. Nobody wanted to buy it. I decided to use it and I really like it. So, uh, but, alright guys, um, I got anything else, man? Uh, anything else, anything else, anything else. Uh, oh, let's talk about your, uh, your little wooden crate for Christmas. Oh, the little wooden crate. The little right. wooden crate that could. I, I'm, I'm going to brag. I have, I have a kick-ass wife that bought something and spent too much money on it. But I'm so happy to have it. Uh, everybody's course is aware of the mystery tackle box. Uh, they have a panfish. They have a regular, a premium, and a pro, and a mother load box. <laughs> and you can get these in monthly subscriptions. Uh, I don't because I don't buy. I can't wait for shit stuff. Excuse me. God, I gotta stop this. Uh, what the hell? But. Uh, anyways, so I've, I've bought a lot of the mother load boxes. They're like 50 bucks, and you get a bunch of cool baits, and you you do really get your money worth. A lot of times, you'll get the same bait. Yeah, especially if you buy the same box and not pay attention to it. Mm. Um, I do believe two of your Christmas presents were like that, weren't they? Your uh, spro fish and your uh, spro uh, rat was. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I got one for me, and I ended up getting a couple more. So of course, I gifted them to you. Um, I was like, wait, what the hell are you talking about? I don't remember getting into but what? What? But anyways, so Christmas Eve, my wife first and foremost, like a couple days before Christmas, surprised me with an awesome Guggen toboggan, uh, an awesome new Guggen sweatshirt, uh, the Contender, the new 7-inch, well not new, they've been out for a while, they're like, like an online thing only, the big Guggen 7-inch swim baits. That thing is ridiculous. It's like, and, and we even compared them to the 6 cents. And I like both baits. I will not, I'm not going to knock either one of them, but there's just something about that seven inch contender that changes the gate because the little contenders have nothing on the way that big one works. And I'm anxious to get that one in the water. I just, I know they say big bait, big fish, but. Whew. Well, you're a proof big bait, big fish. You bought Flow Rider and went and caught a three pound bass the same day that you, the third cast on him. Hell yeah. I mean, guys, seriously, like, I'll, if I remember, I'll post pictures of, of Flow Rider, which is, it's called something Ride Low, I don't know, it's something that Sixth Sense makes, beautiful bait, awesome swim bait, like a glide bait. Jim bought one at a, at a local shop. We went straight to, to, to a water hole, and what, third cast, man, I'm telling you, wham, and it was like, holy crap, this shit works. Because it was funny, because like. I'm casting it, and I was like, I don't know, man. I don't know if this thing's gonna work. This thing's massive. Yeah. How do you use it? Just balls it. Wham! And I was like, all right, all right, all right, all right. Real, real tug, tug. That's it. Real, real tug, tug. Pow! And I was like, oh, that works. I mean, and that was a like, and that was a straight. Because you know, you would think a lot of ponds, especially ones that we fished, that you could like foul hook. I don't think there's only been a couple like small fish that I've foul hooked this year. That was a straight on attack of a really big swim bait. Mm -hmm. You know, glide bait, whatever you want to call them. But that contender, I was like, I'm really anxious to get him out in the water to see if it has that feel. Because the little ones are cool. But when they say junior, it's really a junior compared to that 7-inch. That'd be like a minnow versus a real-sized fish. Oh, yeah, it really is. It's like, yeah, it, it's it's a, a bass minnow compared to one of my dinks. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it, bass minnows are already bitty. But, um... But anyway, so Christmas Eve, after I get the, the, the cool bait and my new Guggen swag, 
Uh, my wife says, hey, come outside and smoke with me. I want to talk to you. I was like, all right, cool. So I go outside, and she turns around and goes, surprise! And here is this mystery tackle box reserve crate. If you guys haven't looked at them, look them up. It's ridiculously, it's ridiculous just in general. It's an actual wooden crate made from real wood and not fake wood. And I meant like pressed board, you prick. Uh-huh. <laughs> the other day I was like, Jim, look, it's real wood. He was like, oh, well, duh. And continue to make fun of me like he does. What I was trying to say, it wasn't pressed board, cardboard crap. But anyways, uh, it comes zip tied. The lid, it has a wooden lid. It's zip tied to the crate. Get the zip ties, take the lid off. And there's this box of like, I think it says 25 to 40 baits. I think I added mine was like 32, 33 baits. And some really cool baits. Some really, some stuff that I have never seen, even in buying other tackle box, mystery tackle box and stuff. Um, that particular buzz bait there with the, the spring clicker on it. Yeah. I've never seen it. Uh, you know, that, uh, that one deep diver right there with the entire, in the fire tiger, beautiful paint scheme. And that's what I like about the mystery tackle box stuff is you get name brand stuff that you like, and you also get up and coming baits that you haven't seen. And I said before, I said again, the thing I like about them is you get to try something different. Yes. Yes. If it was up up to Sean, Sean would still be throwing wacky, and and that's that. Well, not argue with that. I mean, you're right. And it, ta- I mean, and and that, and that's what's cool is like when I was going through it, going through the box, you know, on Christmas Eve. That's what I was telling my wife. I was like, there's stuff in here that I already really know how to use. But there's stuff in here that's going to challenge me because now I have an abundance of it, like buzz baits. I'm not, I like top water, but I can't figure out how to use a buzz bait. So my goal for 2022 is figure out how to use a buzz bait right. But it's supposed to be the bee's knees. I'm also I, want to figure I out how to use I think you should figure out how to use a frog right. Oh, it's because you catch one fish that was so pro, like, I wish I'd have had a camera. That would have been like the intro to every video that I ever did in my life because that was such a dream catch, you prick. That was pretty cool. That was that wasn't cool, dude. That was awesome. Then then to follow up with a two pounder that I caught in the same area. So mm, that was that was true. a good morning, uh, which was really odd because it wasn't morning morning fishing. Oh, um, but uh, you know it was, but like spinner baits, you know. My brother won the biggest bass competition because he pulled out a chartreuse and white, chartreuse and white spinnerbait. I don't use them, right? I don't use them all the time. I know how to use them, and a lot of it is because I'm a collector and I don't want to use stuff that I'm collecting. Well, I'm getting over that real quickly because I want to catch fish. The only things that I have not thrown yet, which my mom and dad got me some stuff I didn't have for Christmas, which was pretty cool. Um, I want to try throwing those. The rooster tails and, and the little bitty spinners and stuff. Yeah. I want to try them. Yeah. But uh, well, well, I want to try to catch a fish. Barehanded. No, not bare. That'd be kind of cool, though. I always want a catfish or a turtle or something. Big, big, oh, what's wrong with catfish? Remember, they're not wrong with catfish. People noodle those things. Remember, tough guy made fun of me because I don't like catfish. Yeah, well, you didn't get bit by the catfish. I know it hurts. Thank you for getting bit for my big catfish. 37 pounds, thank you very much, Blue Cat. That's right. It was a nice fish. 
And that was like, and seriously, guys, and, and not because, you know, Jim is my, my co-host and my friend and my fishing buddy, and I hate him, but it's always a plus to have somebody to go fishing with you. Now, I will personally use fishing to, to meditate and and find my happy spot. He's aligning his chakra. Yeah, well, yeah, really, I have. But it's it, we have a blast when we go out and fish, but it's also, number one, safe. Number two, I couldn't have got that big bastard up off that dock by myself. You could have. You just had it not been a Nancy. Oh, come on. I walked into that one. You did. I tip my hat, sir. Mm. I can't even get mad. Mm. I tip my Chill, hat to you. Yes. <laughs> but I did. I mean, I'm a Nancy, but still. Um, no, I, I'm, I'm a, a lot of times this year. You've saved my butt from losing a fish. I've been too slow to help you. Yes, you but I was me across, three. I was across the pond. All right, listen. Hey, pro tip. No, 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 no. Take a net. <laughs> yes, yes, I, I will advise that. I think that's a purchase it. We probably and not an answer. I, I want to. I, I do want to catch fish consistently on crankbaits. Yes, there's our goal. There's our goal for 2022 is to figure out the world of crankbaits. Consistent, consistent, not the, not the one here, one here. Consistent, no, no. consistently be able to throw crankbaits in the bodies of water that we fish. And that's a good goal because we both have a plethora of good crankbaits. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, and, and that's it. Is, is I think that for what we fish and where we fish, our crankbait collection could probably fish anywhere in the world. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, I've got ones that go 20 foot. Why? Because we fish farm ponds? Yeah, a whole 10-foot farm pond. Or yeah. 10-foot reservoir, my bad. 10-foot reservoir, yeah, yeah. But the good one's deep, and we can't fish in it. Uh, I swear to you, one day I'll fish that. Oh, one day I'm going to start and probably do a, like a live broadcast from there and go, Catch us, bitches! You know, I'll pay that'd a be dumb. I'll pay a ticket just to catch one fish out of that. Ah, that'd be dumb. We don't break laws here. Remember, we we abide by every law that's possible. But uh, right. uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but but yeah, crankbaits. I mean, and that was something I got in that box as well. Was some really cool crankbaits, like that deep diver. And he's really not even a real deep diver. <laughs> he got that. Was it a Livingston? Oh, oh yeah, we're going <laughs> this is nuts. Make quick. I'm hurrying, because yeah, we got like less than 10 minutes. After that, actually, we've like five minutes. All right, guys, real quick, look up the Livingston Lures Pro Series. There's a freaking app. You can hear it. I know you can't see it. There's an app. It's called, this, this lure is called the Shredder 53 Champion Winning, Champion Winning Sound Technology. You can go to Google Play or Apple Play Apple Store and download an app. And the cool thing about this, you got one before and we didn't realize what it did until I dropped it in a cup of water <laughs> and it started screaming. And I was like, yes. what the? Yeah, this is... Um, but yeah, they hit water, they activate, they have a built-in sound system, I guess you'd say, that, that allows them to mimic... Like crawfish sounds and stuff, and 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 this one evidently you can go in and like program it to have like distress. I didn't. I mean, of course we can't hear underwater. We can't hear what fish do. We don't talk fish, but it's just this it, is uh, sounds made by bait fish. So it has a company that does the program, then the app. Uh, I don't know. It's just nuts. But I mean, but back to the crankbaits. I'm mean, I'm looking at at a wall full of of Guggen and a wall full of. Uh, Lunker Hunt, Barkley, 
this crazy Livingston thing that, that talks to you and probably tells you where the fish are, which is, that'd gonna, be cool. We're going to keep that one if it does. Uh, you know, boxes and boxes of, of, of SOS custom fishing lures, crankbaits yes. that, that were done. Uh, and I didn't drop them. Sorry, my bad. Uh, but I mean, we've got bo I've got a whole box of, of SOS baits that I would love to get in the water and see what these colors and what these baits do. And um, see, when you say collecting, those are my collectors. I can't I can't throw but like two of those. I get it because well, and I'm almost the same way. I only have a couple of the production colors. The rest of them are made because I like crazy shit. Yeah. And it's like, and that kind of goes with with my you know my obsession with with my with Guggen, is I collect, but I also have boxes of stuff that I can use. And this year, I, my goal is to use them. But real quick thing before we get off here, back to the reserve box. I took the lid off after I emptied it out. Took the lid off, hung it on my wall beside my fishing rig. It's crooked as all get out. It's hard to do by yourself. You know, but the crate itself, to all the anglers out there, the crate itself, for a fact, will hold five 3700 series flambeau boxes. I don't know about you Plano guys, and probably not your uh, Bass Mafia boxes, but the 3700 flambeau, it'll hold five of them. So that's going in the back of Stewie for me to have some, you know, because yes, I use a lot of plastics, but we also switch up a lot, and I carry a 50-pound backpack around. That's true. And I don't want to do that this year as much, but you I will. Lie, you're gonna do it every time. I'm not gonna do it because I like to be prepared. But anyways, guys, um, hope everybody had a good holiday. Hope you have a wonderful, safe, and happy new year. Um, I wish Corona would go and drown like uh, it's the plague you buy from Wish. It's not even a good plague. It's like somebody was like, you know what? I want a plague. I only got like 20 bucks. I'm buying it from Wish. And you don't know when it's going to show up. Yeah. You got the shipping for a penny. Yeah. It can go away now. As and then it's like, oh, I didn't even order this. Yeah, I didn't order this. I ordered something a little more drastic. Um, I want to go back to play music again and get out that way as far as like, because if I can't fish, I want to play music. And with Corona, I can't play music. And it starts screwing my fishing, which it already has in a way of getting certain things like the gillies in my hands. Our hands. So, uh, have a safe and happy new year. 2022 is, is coming. Um, guys, uh, all I'm going to advise you for the year is, is, is uh, hug your families, love your families, and uh, respect and, and love every time you can around them and be around them. Um, don't be a douche. Don't be that guy. Don't be him. And uh, from all of us at Angry, at Angry Anglers, stories from the bass holes and, and boobs and ranch fishing adventures, happy new year. And fish on!